a fascinating topic to study if for no other reason than to understand how the enemy plans to kill or conquer you. When dealing with a domestic enemy, such as the United States government, the federal government that is now monopolized by the Biden insurgent squad, nothing can be more deadly than the art of distraction. Therefore, it is very critical that we see, discern, and recognize deception for what it really is. And that takes some skill. Welcome to Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve LaTulip, your host, and I am so pleased that you're with me today. My prayer is that after you listen to each of my programs, you will actually become a better Christian a more uh, more devout American, a citizen who will stand up for truth, who will fight the battle of righteousness and justice for all Americans and for the entire world. That's what we are all about. Well, the art of distraction is a very lethal weapon in political warfare. You cannot talk about the art of war without discussing the art of distraction. It's that important. In fact, if you read one of the greatest books ever written on the doctrine of war, you would know the title, The Art of War by Sun Tzu. He was an ancient Chinese military man who recorded military doctrine way back in the fifth century B.C., And what this book is, is a highly technical analysis of warfare strategy, tactics, philosophy, and psychology, because deception is a crucial component of warfare. You have to deceive the enemy to catch them off guard and to defeat them. In fact, Sun Tzu states very clearly in this book that all warfare is based on deception. You cannot have an effective war strategy without deceiving the enemy. Now, that seems pretty bad. I mean, things really um, don't always seem as bad as they really are. And what that means is that the enemy is being effective in their strategy to make you think Everything is okay. And we are certainly seeing this play out in an absolutely huge way right now in America. If you are going to be a deceiver, an enemy deceiver, then you must try to get the other guys to think that things really don't seem as bad as they are. And what we need to do if we are going to see through this is that we need to really know what are the strengths of the enemy and what are their weaknesses? What do they know and what don't they know? Now, we can analyze that when we look at the progressive left people. I mean, look at their top people. Who would you consider to be, for example, an expert on ecology based on what they say? Well, John Kerry's out there promoting the, you know, the Green New Deal, promoting everything that totally defies science. You would think that John Kerry 
is very knowledgeable in things pertaining to the planet Earth, to Earth science. But John Kerry knows absolutely nothing. He is an incredible deceiver. And if you look closer at the character traits of some significant progressives, you can see through the deception. Like Nancy Pelosi, what has she done? What does she say? She comes off as a loudmouth who knows everything, but really, she is an alcoholic. She's been a heavy drinker, and that is no secret. Anthony Fauci, who promoted the pandemic, who told the world to lock down, shut down, take the shots, put on the mask, isolate yourselves, everything that is bad for your health. And Anthony Fauci is a doctor who never once practiced medicine. He never saw patients. He has no clue how to diagnose a disease or any other medical problem. He also is a great deceiver. And I mean, look at Biden, Joe Biden. Well, what can you say about him? He has absolutely no redeeming moral values. He destroyed his family. He is destroying our nation because he is the most useful puppet and idiot of all times. But he is evil to the core. His character traits have nothing of value whatsoever. And we can say the same for Mayorkas, for Klaus Schwab with the World Economic for, uh, Forum, with Tedros uh, Ghebreyesus, with the World Health Organization, Bill Gates. I mean, what character strengths do these people really have? I don't see anything good at all. In fact, I'd go so far as to say that every single one of these people are nothing more than prostitutes. They are selling their souls to the highest bidder. And that makes them very evil. And therefore, they are both deceivers and they themselves are very deceived. Be aware of that. They are not at all who they claim to be. That's for sure. But if we don't see them for who they really are, then guess what? We are deceived too. And that has happened to a great extent in the minds of many Americans. They have been duped and some are still not getting it. Sometimes it's by choice. Sometimes it's through ignorance for one reason or another. But the bottom line is, if we do not recognize those deceivers in the evil party that is taking down America right now, then we ourselves are deceived and we will pay a price. All of us will pay a price. Not just the deceived ones, but all of us. Because they are coming after us. Deceivers are, by nature, good at deception. Their usefulness in the unrighteous warfare is that they are able to lie with a straight face, tell you that something is that is not. If they say, look up, the sky is falling, look down. If they say, look right, see what's happening here, look left. And that is something that we have to realize that deception is a lethal weapon in political warfare and in all warfare.
Now, if you go to the Old Testament in the Bible, we see that deception as a countermeasure is actually justified in a just war. In other words, it's okay to deceive the enemy who is attacking us. In a sense, play their game, but be better at it than they. Now, given the feeble minds that a lot of these so-called leaders of the left have, they are very weak. And intuitively, we should think that these people ought not to be difficult to overcome. They are not master minds. They are weak minds. They are feeble minded. Their focus is only on evil, and that will be their own snare eventually. But we must always, always strive to identify their deception and expose it and also realize that every distraction that we fall for is a snare that traps many, many good patriots, as well as the uninformed neutral citizens. And unfortunately, there are a great many neutral citizens, although be of good courage. We are seeing people taking sides. People are finally realizing more and more what is going on, and they're realizing it because it is hitting home. They are now suffering as Americans because of the evils of a wretched rogue government. So it's very important for us to be able to identify distraction versus a real threat. Now, I'm going to be talking about the enemy, and I want to clearly uh, define who it is I am talking about. I am discussing the progressive left as the enemy today. That includes Obama. I have always called him an imposter. He was planted in our executive office of government. I am convinced of that. I'm talking about as the enemy the Biden crime family. I'm talking about Janet Yellen. I'm talking about Alejandro Mayorkas, the FBI, the Department of Injustice. These are domestic enemies. And I define them to you today as the enemy. And so if we are going to identify distraction versus real threat, what do we do? I mean, how do we even begin to sort this stuff out. Well, I have a few suggestions for you. And one of the key points that we must realize is that when the enemy wants to pull something off, they don't want you to know about it. They don't want you focused on it in any way because the element of surprise is crucial in any attack. Therefore, what is the enemy most silent about? Can you think of anything? What are they trying to divert our attention away from by not talking about it? And when someone raises an issue about a real threat, what do they do to play it down? These are the things that we have to notice because what the enemy is most silent about is what they plan to use as a weapon against us. And if we can identify it, 
then we will not be duped. We will not be taken over. And this also helps to prioritize the important and the most imminent attacks. We have to fight these things first. Now, I would suggest to you that one of the, the greatest things that they don't want to talk about, and they've even come out and told us this, is the 2024 election. This is critical. This is absolutely critical. And I'll talk about that a little more later. Where is the enemy making the most noise? Because when you see that, you have to ask, why are they making the noise? This is likely a distraction. And distraction is to divert your attention away from the real threat. So when the enemy is making a lot of noise about something like the LGBTQIA movement, for example, recognize it for what it is. It is a distraction. And ask yourself, why are they distracting us? And look for the real threat. Now, with regard to the gay movement, the pride movement, do they really care? Do you think the government really cares about the population's sexual practices? Of course they don't. They could not care less. They care about the primary mission. And the primary mission of this domestic enemy is conquering freedom in America. It is the coup of America. They want to fillet us. They want to end our, our, our republic. They want to trample the Constitution so that it is no longer a valid document that defines who America is. That's the mission. Distractions, and don't get me wrong, distractions may be an actual threat to us. And they may even be a serious threat to us, but they are a much lesser threat, if at all, to the enemy. So if the, the drag queens are out in the schools trying to destroy your children, that is serving a useful purpose to destroy a generation so that America can be taken down effectively. That is definitely a threat to us. But to the enemy, it's a distraction because they don't really care about, about how your child turns out with regard to their character, their moral fiber. What they care about is simply destroying us. So distractions can absolutely be a threat to us. Whatever the distractions are, they are significant. I'm not saying that a distraction is insignificant although there are some distractions that may be of little consequence, and we need to recognize that. But the most important thing is to realize that a real threat is an action, an action that will help the enemy achieve victory in war. And therefore, the enemy does not want you to focus on any real threat. Now, having said that, both distractions and threats must be prioritized. We cannot focus on everything that is being thrown at us every single day of our lives. We just 
cannot do it and effectively keep up with anything that we are trying to do in our lives. We can't live our daily lives and, and accomplish the things we need to do if we try to put our attention everywhere that, um, that they want us to, to focus on. We have to identify the real threats. But both distractions and threats also must be prioritized. Let me describe the defective ship analogy. For example, if you are in a ship out there in the ocean in the middle of nowhere, and suddenly you have a gaping hole in the hull, you have a broken rudder, and you have a malfunctioning radio, what is the greater threat to your life? What is going to cause you to die? Well, it's probably going to be the gaping hole in the hull. Because a broken rudder, sure, you won't be able to steer, steer the ship without a rudder, but it is not the most immediate threat. The most immediate threat is staying afloat. And if there's a hole in the hull, you will sink. And so all the attention or the great majority of the attention should be focused on that greatest threat. The broken rudder can be repaired. You might be taken off your course a little bit, but you're not going to die immediately from a broken rudder. Likewise, a malfunctioning radio, you can't communicate. There's in aviation doctrine, a very important slogan, and it says, aviate, navigate, and communicate. That means fly the airplane first, because if you don't fly the airplane and you become a passenger, you will die very quickly. The second priority is navigate. If you don't get to where you're going, you, you might just run out of gas and you might not reach your destination. So navigation is important, but it's less important than flying the plane. And last of all, communicate. Communicating Talking to the control towers to center just means that you need to let them know, keep them informed. But in the priority of things, it is last. You have to fly the plane. You have to stay on course. And then you can communicate. And if you, if you live by that little doctrine, you're going to be able to prioritize both threats and distractions. Because what we really want to do is eliminate everything that we can that is really not a big threat to us. We need to recognize those things that in the big scheme of life probably aren't going to make a difference. And then we have to identify the decoys because decoys are just lures. They are bait. They are seductions, entrapments, temptations, you know, booby traps things that will uh, take us off the battlefield. The COVID shots were a great example. Sure, come and take this. This is good for you. This is healthy. But they take you down by doing it. They weaken your immune system. They make you ineffective as a warrior against them. And that's exactly what they want to do. So if the enemy can take you down that primrose path, if they will lead you down it and they will do it by any and all means possible, then 
you're going to be an ineffective warrior against the enemy. How do you think they're going to do it? What's going to be the next step? Are we going to have another man-made pandemic? I mean, we're beginning more and more health warnings. The World Health Organization right now is avidly seeking world sovereignty by way of another pandemic. If the World Health Organization supersedes our constitution, then we have just become a passenger in the plane. We are no longer aviating. And it is a path to the grave. And because of that, because that threat is so great, we know that something else is coming. They are going to use something to take us down. And we need to identify the distractions while we are also recognizing the real threat. For example, while they have been distracting us, what is our government doing? They are pushing legislation that takes away our freedom, destroys our economy. They're taking our money. They want to take our guns in the absolute worst way. And they are literally doing absolutely everything they can to destroy our health. Now, how in the world are we going to overcome that? They continue to divert American tax dollars to Ukraine, which is the globalist slush fund capital of the world. Recognize that Ukraine is an utterly corrupt nation. The government of Ukraine has no redemptive value. When you think of Ukraine in its ruling parties, you must think of useless, worthless Joe Biden. They are evil to the core. The enemy will plot and plan and scheme to destroy the middle class in our country because they know that they can take over the United States and ultimately the world because it's the middle class that turns the gears of this nation, that produces the money from being overly taxed because we work, because we make America happen in our everyday lives. And so it's very, very important to understand the difference between distraction and threat in political warfare. Now, when we can do that, then we can begin to resist the enemy. And that's where we are at right now. We have been so deceived. We have been so distracted. There are so many thousands of decoys out there to lure us in and take us down that path to destruction. And to a large extent, we have been following it. We have to be very careful to unite ourselves and to not divide. Right now, I'm seeing a lot of patriots who are arguing intensely about things like who's going to be the next president, who's going to run for president in the primary in the Republican Party and in the Democrat Party. Well, with the Democrats, is it going to be Biden or would it be actually someone who at least displays some competence? Will it be Biden or will it be RFK Jr.? I don't know. 
but I have some really good ideas because when we can get rid of all the decoys and all the distractions, we can see what is really happening. We can see what they really want. When we try to decide who will be the man to run in the next election, assuming we have a next election, we've got to think clearly and ask ourselves, who is the best fit person? And it's very easy for us to get caught up in petty arguments and to contend for something simply because we are being opposed and we have to recognize that that too is a distraction. We need to think about the enemy's primary mission, and we need to think about what is our primary mission, because that's where the focus needs to be. I hope this is making sense, because if it's not, then we need to think of another way to awaken America, because we are still asleep very much, although we are shifting in the bed we are uh, we're not snoring deeply anymore uh we are beginning to be aroused and i'm excited about that there are some very good things happening in america but the tyranny continues in the past few days i've had a couple of other doctors who contacted me and said hey i'm being hit really hard i just wanted you to know uh one doctor says she is surrendering her license in California simply because she has been beat up so bad. The enemy has won. And in California, my goodness, how do you possibly win that game in communist California, right? It's not easy. Another person in litigation in, in Boston, Massachusetts, uh, another female doctor who was doing some really great things. These are people who love their patients, who really care about what's going on in America, who remain devoted to their oath as physicians, and they are being attacked ever more, more so, despite the fact that this man-made pandemic is over. It was declared over some time ago. It has actually, in reality, been over for a long time. And truthfully, the pandemic itself was not the greatest threat. It was not as bad as they made it out to be. It was the treatment, the treatment, how we responded that ultimately killed so many people. We were deceived. We were distracted. And very sadly, we took the bait. We swallowed the hook, line, and sinker, and we paid a heavy price for it, and the price is still being paid. So please understand the importance of what it means to be distracted. Be able to discern the difference between a distraction and between a real threat. And then among the real threats, prioritize them. What is going to take down America most readily? What is the greatest threat in the current political warfare? That's the skill that we need to develop. I'm going to take a short pause and I will be back. 
If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code out loud and get 20% off. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. Working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Welcome again to Unity Without Compromise. This is your host, Dr. Steve LaTulip. Please remember that my program does air at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the weekends. And please go to our website at americaoutloud.com to find other articles that I have written as well as all of my radio shows that go to podcast. We have done some great work here at America Out Loud and please remember our mission is very simple, saving America. We share the truth and we discern the truth and we want to spread it boldly so that you may know, so that you may be informed and not be deceived. And we do hope and pray that you will share this information as well. Please do all you can to get the word out there to spread the truth that is going to save America. Remember also to tune in to the 
new Malcolm at 8, The Voice of a Nation radio program that airs at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on weekdays with an encore the following morning at 8. I'm on the team helping to produce the show, and I'll tell you, it has been very powerful. We are reaching lots of people. We truly are the voice of a nation, and you won't want to miss it. Remember that my program also focuses strictly on unity without compromise. That has been my pressing theme, and I want to emphasize that today because the only way that we can unite as American patriots, as Christians, is by knowing that we must be of one mind. We never have unity through diversity. Unity comes from being of one mind. We unite based on the truth, and we have to recognize that all truth ultimately belongs to God. And therefore, we must know the Bible as God's truth. I've written a book called Unity Without Compromise, a biblical basis for Christian union, and my book simply aims to turn people back to the Bible, but in such a way to interpret it soundly and without all the biases of the denominational world that has us so deeply divided. We have to unify. Well, today I am talking about the art of distraction, and let me tell you, it is a lethal weapon in political warfare. Distraction is truly, literally killing us, and when we are engaged in war, we have to put the first things first. Our lives are on the line, and we have to recognize that, because if we don't, we will be on the fence we will be lazy, slothful, just letting things happen, saying, oh, somebody will take care of it. It'll be okay. Only it won't be okay. Things are happening at such a fast rate right now, and America is on a rapid decline. This is nothing compared to the Roman Empire's fall. They declined slowly over a period of a couple hundred years. We are declining rapidly like I've never seen before. And so it is very important that we clarify the mission, the enemy's mission. And I've told you that your federal government is a domestic enemy. Every government agency right now is utterly corrupt. They are evil. They are after you. They are after me. And they are after every good American citizen. Not only what must we define their mission, but we have to define our mission. And as I've said, on America Out Loud, our mission is to save America. The enemy's mission is to destroy America so that they can pursue their globalist agenda. And we have to fight it. We have to somehow mount an effective counteroffensive to take down this enemy. We do it personally, individually, and we do it in groups. And ultimately, as we gather, as we unify, we become a movement. And therefore, we must recruit support. This is where every citizen in America comes into play. We must unite. We must be bold, willing to speak the truth, not afraid 
of offending someone, even though we speak the truth in love, nonetheless, the truth must be spoken and it will be offensive to the enemy, of course. So it takes some courage to do that. But I'm telling you, these people that we are opposing are a bunch of weenies. They have no strength of character. Look at them all. They are easy to take down if we dare to do it. And we must do it. We must if America is going to survive. And we must generate a movement. And I thank God that we now do have a movement. And it is called the America First Movement. It was put together, started by President Donald Trump. He's done a lot of good there. Putting America first is not being selfish. It is being righteous. We are declaring justice and righteousness for every American citizen. And because of America's strength, we can divert a lot of evil in the world. And that's exactly what we have done historically. Notice as we are collapsing how Greatly reduced is our influence in the world. Nobody's taking America seriously anymore. Look at the stumbling, demented puppet we have in office. I would not respect America if I lived in another country right now. But the movement, the America First movement is growing, thankfully. And to all of you who disagree with that statement, I'm sorry that you disagree. I love you as an American citizen, but I am sure hoping and praying that you and I, all of us, can pull together to simply save America. Remember, what's the enemy's primary mission? It is to conquer us, to destroy us. What is our primary mission? To regain our sovereignty, the freedom that we have lost the free republic that once was, we want to bring it back and we must. And so we have to ask, what is the enemy's primary offensive based on their primary mission? Now, this question itself is debatable. But I would suggest that if they steal the 2024 election, then we are in trouble. Some people don't think we are going to have a 2024 election. Well, now we get into semantics because the question is, will it be a selection or will it be a true, open, honest, fair election? Well, we know corruption is going to abound. They have shown us that. We have not stopped the problem yet, and I don't think we are going to. But we have to mount an offensive against their primary offensive of stealing the 2024 election. And then it gets more complicated because we have to look at all of the secondary and tertiary offensives, and they are numerous. I mean, they are legion. They include things like the destroyed economy, a ruined healthcare system that began with Obamacare. They are brainwashing our children. They are destroying the minds of our children in schools. Parents, if you have children in public school, you are not being the best parent you can be. I know it's hard. 
I know the obstacles of homeschooling. It's difficult. Families have to pull together right now. We have to do what we must to indoctrinate our own children into truth, into God's truth, into real truth. Children must be taught the best science so that they are not deceived. They must be taught wisdom. Foolishness is in the heart of every child, and it must be driven from them through loving, caring, good instruction at home. Parents, please remember that. It is so important. This will mean the life or death of our nation, whether or not the family survives. So we need to be aware of the primary offensive and attack it as best as we can. We have to stop allowing ourselves to be useful idiots. A useful idiot is someone who just simply, for one reason or another, plays into the hand of the enemy and is, through their actions or words, behaviors, is enabling the enemy. As I said, the enemy cares nothing about a person's sexuality. But the lesbians, gays, and so forth, you know, they are playing into their hands, not even realizing that their own lives are going to be destroyed if this rogue government has a victory. We must deny the enemy a victory. We need to understand also how we can oppose an unrestricted war. Unrestricted war means that the enemy will use any and every means to overcome you. On the laptop, on your cell phone, through the media, any way they can, they will censor you, they will punish you, they will try to throw you in prison for simply using your First Amendment right of free speech. This is happening everywhere. It is happening everywhere, and we have to oppose it. We have to fight it. But how do we do it? How do we mount an effective counteroffensive? Now, this is what every good patriot really wants to know. How do we beat the enemy? How do we conquer them? Can it be done? I just wrote an article on that very subject. How do we conquer the beast? The title of this article, and I hope you will read it, the unconversation Biden's insurgents say we cannot hold. We must have that conversation that answers the question, how do we defeat the enemy? Now, eventually, we shall have the conversation. But if we wait too long, it's going to be a whole lot more difficult a thing to discuss. And until then, we have no counteroffensive attacks against the most, the most lethal of all enemies, our own government. We need to consider always every single viable option. Explore each option of how to take down this enemy. And we have to make something happen. We have to make it work. And it's going to have to be bold it's going to have to be strong, and it's going to have to be effective. And we must leave no options off the table. 
Because if we do, then the enemy will exploit every option that we do not utilize or at least consider. And above all, we must never say it can't be done. You can't say that. When it comes to freedom, there is no such thing as mission impossible. There is always a way. There always has been a way. How do we mount an effective counteroffensive? Well, the first thing we do is we start by studying and learning the art of distraction, the art of deception. And then we will not be deceived. You know, the Bible says five times, do not be deceived. It says in Luke 21, verse 8, don't go after false Christ. These are the antichrists, and there have been many of them, and there will be one ultimate chief antichrist, the last of all, the most dangerous, the most heinous. We've been told elsewhere that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. Do not be deceived. And the list of the unrighteous who will not inherit the kingdom of God are those who practice evil. And the list includes fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, homosexuals, sodomites, thieves, extortioners, and others. And this is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. Also, in 1 Corinthians, do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. And that's why I'm saying pay attention to the company these political candidates keep. Because with those that they associate they will become more like them. Beware. Galatians 6, 7. What you sow, you will reap. If you sow to the flesh, you are going to reap corruption. If you sow to the spirit, then of the spirit, you will reap everlasting life. Now that's important. Do not be deceived. In James 1, 17, it says every good gift comes from God. That means our food. It means all the beauty in the world. It means pure love, like the love of a wife, the love that parents have for children, and that is reciprocated, the love for your parents. Everything that is good and wholesome for you, that sustains you, every good and perfect gift comes from God and God alone. And that even includes sex, which involves a male and a female. Sex was God's design. He made us, us sexual beings. And so sex is really a good thing. Sex was God's idea and a means of allowing us to reproduce and even enjoying it. It is good if it is not perverted. And so, of course, they must take down Christians. They must destroy Christianity if they are ever going to take over America. And of course, that is one reason why they will fail, in my opinion. Okay, so let's say you have done your homework and you've learned about unrestricted warfare. Your eyes are opened to the truth that real dirtbags are running this country right now, okay? You see what's going on and you want to join the fight. Where do you begin? Well, step one is what I'm talking about right now. 
realize that deception in this day and age is lethal. People are dead right now, and many other millions and millions of people are suffering from cardiac problems, strokes, dementia, all kinds of problems because they took a shot. They were deceived. Deception is lethal. Therefore, you have a duty to speak up and override it. So step one, realize how lethal deception is and stand up, speak out and expose the lies and speak the truth. Now that is your minimum most duty as a faithful American citizen, isn't it? If you are an American, you want to care about your fellow Americans. Step two, and this is crucial, determine to know God. Start reading your Bible daily, study it, memorize scriptures, and learn how to rightly interpret it. Don't get caught up in the man-made nonsense of denominationalism. This is evil itself because it is divisive. And anyone who doubts that, who wants to challenge that, I will challenge you to look to the Bible. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 10 through 13, and I'll read it for you right now. This is from the New King James Version. It reads, Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it has been declared to me concerning you, my brethren, by those of Chloe's household, that there are contentions among you. Now I say this, that each of you, I am, each of you says, I am of Paul, I am of Apollos, I am of Cephas, or I am of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? You see, the apostle Paul is saying here, stop dividing. And every day we have churches dividing, churches closing their doors. Every year we have new denominations, more division. Now we have to stop this. And the only way we can stop it is to appeal to the Bible as our standard, our one and final standard of truth, and interpret it soundly, correctly. Don't add to it. Don't take away from it. Don't insert your own meanings and definitions and interpretations into it, but rather understand what God's message was intended for you. Because when you do that, then you become very determined to really know God. And that's important. That is crucially important. And if you think this is not important, then let me tell you, you are deceived. Because it was Christianity that gave us a strong and prosperous America. It was not Judaism. It was not Buddhism, Islam, or Hinduism, or any other ism. It was Christianity that made America great and that made the world a better place 
because America existed. That ought to be our goal. That should be what we are striving for. So step two is so important that it is prerequisite to saving America. Do not be deceived. Do not be distracted from this one critical truth. Step three. Now it's getting even more difficult. Determine to fight evil. You must have a warrior instinct and join the good fight. Without resolve, if you aren't determined to save America, then you are impotent. You are a victim. And if you claim to be a Christian and say, well, I'm not going to take a stand. We just have to love one another. Um, then what you're doing is hiding behind your faith because God commands us to expose evil. He tells us to contend for those who cannot fight for themselves. And we have evidence galore of it throughout the entire Bible. So please don't hide behind your pseudo-Christian faith. Politics and Christianity ought not to be mutually exclusive. God never intended that. And step four, a critical step, take action. This might mean something different to each of us. I personally go out and start conversations with people everywhere I go. I seek opportunities to discuss uh, uh, the issues that matter, to expose the deception. It's easy and very effective to strike up conversations with people. People are seeing what's going on. And I am forever amazed at how many people even state, I had no idea. You're kidding me. It's hard to believe, but some people are truly unplugged from social media. We need to reach these people. We need to focus on the immediate worst threats. Where are the stakes highest? What would conclusively defeat our constitutional republic? That is what the enemy does not want you and me to ponder or to discuss they want to keep our minds far from it. They want it to be remaining a secret. So let's think about it. What will take us down? In my mind, the answer is very clear. Now, a Christian standard is a must. That's a given, right? But the most immediate and critical battle right now is the 2024 election. Hands down, Biden's puppet or puppets is, is crushing us right now. 2023 isn't even half over, and look at what has transpired in the last half year. It's been devastating, and let me tell you, there's a whole lot more yet to come. It's not over. It's just ramping up. And so the beauty of knowing the Bible is that we do know how the story ends. We will have ultimate victory if we are truly Christian. But if we choose not to turn back America on, on its righteous path, we are headed for the most massive, the most painful suffering that the world has ever known. And it will likely be worldwide. It will be cataclysmic. It will be pandemic. A pandemic act of evil. The COVID-19 pandemic was just a glimpse of what man can do without God in his life influencing him. Not only what man can do, but what man 
will do. So let's get to step four and take action. And let's really do something. This is Dr. Steve Latulip on Unity Without Compromise. I bid you a good week. I will be praying for your action. Together, we can be united and take back America. God bless America. Adieu.